Now it's time for Rain and Shine, your weekly regional science update, where we explore how the planet works and how we work with the planet. Corey Stanton here, and on this week's Rain and Shine, we're bringing you a public service announcement regarding the road closure on Highway 133 between Paonia and Somerset. On this episode, we'll hear from Elise Thatcher, Region 3 Communications Manager for the Colorado Department of Transportation. I asked Elise about the plans for the temporary bridge that was just greenlit by CDOT. This is an important time of year for the area. We certainly understand that the beginning of the tourist season and having tourists visit and spend money is a critical part of the local economy. In terms of the emergency project that's taking place, we have a contractor on board that's R.L. Wadsworth. Um, They currently are working on another project for Northwestern Colorado that's up by Meeker. So it's a contractor that we've worked with before and have a good working relationship with. The contractor is currently doing the final engineering before placing the bridge. They've also ordered the parts that are necessary for assembling the bridge. This process of doing that final engineering after a contract is awarded and before placing a a bridge usually takes four months. In this case, they've expedited that process to two weeks. So it's important to note that it might look like to locals like there isn't work taking place just yet because there haven't been engineering crews assembling pieces and installing them on the roadway just yet. The prep work that's required to do that to make sure the road is safe and the bridge is properly installed is what's taking place now in an incredibly expedited fashion. The contractor understands how important it is to get this work done as soon as possible while still maintaining safety. The parts for the bridge are coming from locations nationwide, and we anticipate they will arrive the first week of June. This is weather dependent, of course, um, but that's the timeline that the contractor is aiming for. It will require 18 loads to truck in the pieces of the bridge, and then assembly is required. So um, the engineering teams will be doing the prep work, as I mentioned, that's in the expedited fashion, and then immediately moving into assembly and attaching the bridge safely onto Highway 133. It's very important to note that the, what was called local credentialing, generally speaking, is not continuing. You know, CDOT would love to be able to let everybody through the closure. Truly, we we don't like having roads closed. We empathize with the needs that locals have to be able to get to where they're going. That's why so many of us at CDOT work in transportation because it's something we're passionate about and we're passionate about making sure people can get to where they need to go. The reason why this closure is continuing at this location is because first of all, there's a gigantic hole in the road, but also the very small detour road around it is a ditch road. It is not designed for highway traffic. And we have to make sure that it stays usable and doesn't deteriorate to the point where nobody can travel on it, because then it means emergency services cannot reach Somerset. Having a situation where there's no way to get around the significant roadway damage a situation where emergency services, where an ambulance can't even get to Somerset, that is not acceptable. We have to make sure that we're maintaining that level of safety for residents in the area. 
So the shuttle service that CDOT has put together to support commuters traveling from the North Fork Valley to the Roaring Fork Valley is to help alleviate the challenges of having to drive around the closure as much as possible. As I mentioned, we would love to be able to let everybody through. We understand the significant challenge and impact that having a closure has. Since we're, we're not able to do that because of the sensitive nature of that roadway that it can be easily damaged, we did figure out that, okay, if we could do a shuttle service that will make sure there isn't a lot of additional traffic you know, that, that won't meet everybody's needs. We've got a lot of folks who probably have tools and other things, equipment that they need to bring with them when they're going to work in the Carbondale area. But at least this way we can help uh, provide a shorter detour route for commuters who can take a shuttle service. The shuttle service started on Wednesday, May 24th. We do have it scheduled for Thursday and Friday of this week. Also, the Tuesday after Memorial Day weekend through that Friday, and then we'll share an updated schedule during the week after Memorial Day weekend that will have the service times for the week following that. So this way, we've got the schedule in place through June 2nd, and then we'll be able to let everybody know, okay, the times and locations will be the same starting June 5th or well, we've noticed that the need really is for different times, different locations, and then we'll have that update for June 5th. It is a free commuter's shuttle. There's no cost. My understanding is that you can't do the permanent repair until the water is low enough. I'm guessing that's going to be sometime in the fall. No, we anticipate being able to do permanent repairs this summer. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. And I know you're still working with your contractor, but is there a completion date for the temporary bridge? The final deadline for the contract, so for getting all work done, is June 29th. However, it's really important to emphasize that that is when the contract literally ends. And the contractor understands, along with CDOT leadership, that this is an extremely important project to finish as soon as possible, while also maintaining safety on the roadway. So because the contract ends on June 29th, please don't assume that that's when the bridge will go into place because the intent is to have it done well beforehand. What's the best place for any of our listeners to check current status updates? So the project information line for this emergency repair project is 970-279-3300. And this is the top issue that is taking up many hours of the day every day since the roadway closure first went into place. It's not like this is just something that, well, we'll get around to it. No, it is the number one priority. And our teams that are dedicated to this project are focusing on it almost entirely. The number one repair project in the state right now. You've been listening to Rain and Shine, a production of the Learning Council. This episode was produced by me, Corey Stanton. A special thank you to Elise Thatcher from the Colorado Department of Transportation. To submit your nature and science questions, email us at rainshineweekly at gmail.com or visit our Facebook page. And thanks for listening.